Coach, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, you said something this week that, by the way, I'm going to steal this expression because I like this. Try less harder. Advice from an old coach. So when you apply that to your team in the situation they're in right now, when will you see maybe that they're doing that, that they're, they're applying that advice? When will you feel like that got through to them? Well, I hope it happens real soon here, like in the next couple of days. You know, the guys are just pressing. You know, you're just pressing. He's kind of like that jump shooter that has gone in a little bit of a slump, and he just keeps pressing, and he's, and he's not relaxing. He's not hitting his shot. Uh, these, I watched some guys make some mental mistakes that have been doing it right since August, and, you, and then you call the play, and they make a mistake. They're just pressing, and they got to just relax and not let all the – other stuff, all the noise get to them and play their game. Does this apply to everything, things on the field, maybe some issues with penalties? Is it kind of across the board to try less harder, or are you kind of honing in on certain things that aren't going the way you see? Well, I think it's across the board. Some of the penalties are growing penalties, but again, but when they're upperclassmen, they're not growing penalties. They need to try less harder and just relax and let the game come to them. Last week, Matthew Bergeron steps in at right tackle, was in a, in a spot. I mean, he had been developing, and, and, and you always look for that next man up. So he had his next man up opportunity. How do you think he handled it? I thought he was okay. I thought that I'm not going to – I wasn't high. I wasn't, I wasn't low on what he did. Uh, it's one of those deals where, okay, let's see what he does next week type thing, and uh, we'll see. With that offensive line, you know, the word that you mentioned for the whole team, but specifically with them is growth. And I think a lot of people are looking at the line and kind of focusing on maybe what's going wrong at this point. But where have you seen some growth? Where do you see these guys kind of battling through right now? Well, I went back and watched the tape, and uh, I thought they did a nice job of running the football in the second half. And uh, after the press conference, I thought that maybe the Florida State had put some twos in there. But they had a lot, they had a lot of their ones in there. They were moving draft picks around, and that was exciting to see. Now, we need to be able to do it in the beginning of the game and not just the end, but to have a – uh, a half of where we where we felt like we were running the football against really good defensive personnel in the ACC is something something that can it was some of the growth that we made and hopefully we'll get to see more of it. Last week uh, it was all Tommy in that game. Uh, how do you see that going forward? Is there an opportunity for Clayton Welch to come in if the situation is right, or do you kind of see that's Tommy's job and and that's what it's going to be going forward here. You know, I think playing time is playing time. If we if we see deem it right to play Clayton, we'll play Clayton. There's no there's no holds on anything. But uh, Tommy's our starter. He'll go out there first, and then as the game goes, we'll decide on who we need to play. Coach Lynch said this week that you know there's a real effort to be made to get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. It's not like you haven't been trying that before, but you've had to adjust as you go along here. So, entering this game. How do you do that? What, what's the process there? What's the adjustment of getting the ball in the hands of your playmakers? Well, the big thing is not to give the game plan out to the media. But I think if you come to the game, you're going you're gonna to see some different things that maybe we're, we're really, really focusing on trying to do some things and make, make sure certain guys touch the ball. Now, if that guy's running back, it's easy. You just turn around and give it to him. Okay? But if it's a receiver or something like that, you've got to do some other type of things. So I think there's uh, enough balls to go around, and uh, whoever's the hot hand is going to touch the ball the most. Last week, uh, you got the running game going a little bit. I'm sure they were encouraged to get some good runs, see that average up, see things flowing in that department. But last week was last week. This the week is this week. What do you see as the best path to continue that success running the football? Well, I tell you what, I think first of all, we got to be a little persistent about it. I thought that coming out the second half, regardless of the score, I wanted to have uh, 
a running presence in that game. And uh, I thought that it was nice to see the offensive line respond to that. And I think that even though these guys are really, really good against the run, that we still have to try to find a way to run the ball up in there. It just can't be drop back and throw every snap when they hand the ball off and run every snap. There's some really good running backs in this league, Coach. Last week we talked about Cam Akers, and you were comparing him. Didn't want to say one was better than the other, but Travis Etienne at Clemson, they're all in that same category. A.J. Dillon might be the best of the bunch. So to see him come in and what he does for Boston College, that – I mean, is it the same way you described Cam last week, just an excellent player, and you just got to do what you can? Or what's the approach against a player like that? Well, you're that? talking about a Heisman Trophy candidate, somebody that's already got 1,000 yards, I believe. And, you know, he's, he's different. Those other two guys are capable. They'll go 40, 50 yards, and they'll just outrun you. You know, Dylan will go 40 and 50 yards, and you don't want to tackle him. And it's, you just don't want to run up and get hit by an SUV, and that's kind of what he is. He's a big-body person. And you have to be fully committed when you go in there to tackle him. If there's any doubt, you might end up on the wrong end. What are some other things that this Boston College team does that are going to present a challenge for you? I think that is the biggest challenge. It's not that they don't throw the ball. It's not that their play action is not excellent because when you have a tailback like uh, Dylan, you're going to have excellent play action. And their backup tailback is really good. But it's pretty evident. I mean, they were in one game where I think they rushed the ball 60 times. You know, they are going, they run the ball more than we throw the ball in games. So that shows you how committed they are to it. Coach, looking um, from a, a broader scope, le- yesterday uh, the NCAA put out kind of a, a statement from the Board of Governors that said, hey, this name, image, and likeness thing, we're going to look at this some more. And I think that the, the release and, and what was put out there was very carefully worded. But I think they're responding to maybe some pressure that was out there, a lot of state legislatures and all sorts of things happening, saying this has to be looked at. So I, that's kind of the message I took from that yesterday. What, what did you take from that, that news? Well, first of all, I think it's good that uh, the people can use their own likenesses for, for financial gain. That's awesome. And kind of the American way, constitutionally, and all that kind of stuff. The, uh, from the NC, NC2A standpoint, we got to be careful because it's, it's going to be really interesting how they balance it out for everyone. Because if you're talking about, you know, a quarterback or a running back getting uh, benefits, you know, it's interesting that they probably wouldn't get those benefits if it wasn't for an old lineman or, you know, there's a lot of other players involved. And how do you balance it out where it's fair? And does that mean you have, you know, agents talking to ADs and administrators and all that kind of stuff about, commercials and all that kind of stuff there's there's a lot more to it than just saying hey they can go make some money so i'm all favor i'm in favor of a guy being able to control his own likeness and and uh and imaging or a young lady because it's male and female it's all sports but uh the way to make it fair to the other teammates i think will be interesting and i'll be waiting to hear how they do that coach thanks as always good luck thanks brent